The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them. For they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. So about a year ago, when I was serving as vocation director and overseeing the seminarians, and also at my former parish at St. Benedict with its school. Uh, I had a fairly full life. And then the Archbishop asked me to be the interim president of one of our Catholic high schools on top of my other jobs. It was like another 60-hour-a-week job on top of everything else, if you can imagine. Uh, And that was for about six months, and it was not an easy situation. And I was hanging in there, right, trying to turn to the Lord more and more in my prayer and the sacraments, intercession of saints. But even that wasn't quite enough. So I had to turn towards some friends of mine, both a couple priests, some friends of mine from college, and ask them to pray for me. And also just to sit and visit with them and say, hey, this is what's going on. Here's the struggles. What do you think? And then they would give me advice and counsel along the way. Because on my own, too much. It was too much. Now, we see in the readings today how Jesus is the fulfillment of the perfect shepherd. He comes to care perfectly. Before that, throughout salvation history, you know, you think of David or Solomon. There's some shepherds that do well, some it's so-so. Jesus comes to be the definitive good shepherd. He's the fullness, as we just heard in the second reading, of God's presence with us. Not only God, but the fullness of our humanity. To be able to bring that back to the Lord. And it's an opportunity again for us to remember that Jesus is our good shepherd. That he desires to care for us. But we still have free will. Jesus is never going to impose himself on people. Have you ever noticed that in the Gospels? Jesus never heals someone against their will. Yeah. Would you like to be healed? No, I'm okay. Too bad. Here it comes, right? <laughs> Jesus only heals when people request it. Or someone, a loved one on their behalf, requests Jesus to enter into their lives. And then when they do that, Jesus comes to care for them, to protect them, to heal them. 
As members of the baptized, I mentioned last week, you know, we're called to participate in Jesus as the good shepherd, to care for one another. Those that have families and kids and spouses and different jobs and roles, you know, we're called to care for each other as a participation in Jesus as the good shepherd. And it should bring us a sense of consolation that we know we don't always do it perfectly. We would like to, but it's just us, right? Sometimes we get overwhelmed or stressed out and we're not acting as we should, right? As Christ. And that should give us empathy for those who shepherd us. That if it isn't always perfect or exactly how we want it, well, welcome to the human experience. However, all of us, all of us in our lives of faith, need the Lord to care for us. You know, there's this beautiful image, you know, the disciples come back, oh, we did all these great things, and Jesus said, you know, let's go take a little time away for a second. And it said they were so busy they couldn't even eat. Uh, That makes me think of like a young parent, right, with two or three kids, and they're just trucking around, just trying to keep it all together. Uh, They feel frazzled, right? And there's a sense that Jesus takes the disciples away not to turn off the world or just to run away, but instead to make sure that they're being refreshed and nourished because they know there's work on the other side so that they're ready to come and serve. All of us in our lives of faith need someone who will walk with us. Jesus, of course, is our good shepherd. We turn our whole lives over to him, hopefully this morning in the Eucharist and the word of God. But sometimes we need somebody else to be there with with us. Jesus says very clearly, two or more gathered, I'll be there. My question to all of you this morning is, who do you allow to shepherd you? Who do you really like allow into your life to help you walk as a disciple. For some of you, that might be your spouse, it might be a friend or a co-worker, it might be a fellow parishioner, it might be the priest at different times. But I'm not just talking just in general like, hey, what's going on, kind of superficial. Who really knows you and loves you and cares for you And that you allow someone else to shepherd you in such a way that they affirm you, but they also challenge you and push you. I'm amazed in my ministry as a priest when I talk to people and they're going through different things and I say, you need somebody else in your life that's going to help and walk with you. Can you think of someone? And I'm amazed at how many people think, "Uh, nope. Isn't that a sad reality, huh? To be alone. But then I push him a little bit more and I say, now, think a little harder. Are there people in your life that if you ask them to help you, to pray for you, to sit and talk with you, to help you work through challenges and maybe sin or difficulties, that they would gladly do it if you give them the invitation? And then they think, 
Yeah, I guess there are. But I rarely ask them for help. Think, everyone, this morning, if someone turned to you, one of your friends or family, or somebody maybe you're a sponsor for, or that kind of, and they said, hey, I'm going through different things, I'm trying to figure out God's will, can you pray for me, sit down, talk to me? Wouldn't you do it? Gladly, right? You would do it filled with love in your heart. Don't walk the journey of discipleship alone. Make sure there's at least one, or if you're an extrovert like me, many, right? People that walk with you in your faith. That participate in Jesus as the good shepherd to care for you. People where you can really say, this is what's going on. Can you pray for me? Give me advice and counsel. Can you help me? Oh, they want to help. And if you already have people like that in your life, praise the Lord. Those are oftentimes the kind of healthiest disciples I find. They're sharing the journey with one another. And if you don't, as you're sitting there this morning, you're thinking, huh, let me pray about that. At least ask one or two people to accompany you. That's where the Lord will be to care for us, to renew us, to shepherd us.